whenever I'm traveling to work on the tube, I, I normally ha have my headphones on and I listen to music. Um, now, while I'm listening to the music, most times, it's not really, I have my headphones on, not really, to, not really paying attention to the music. It's more to have some type of controlled background noise while my mind wanders around. Sometimes, it's at the end of the day, my mind wanders, thinking about what happened during the day, what plans I have for the evening. Other times, it wanders around thinking of long-term goals and dreams. Sometimes, it just wonders processing the strange things you see on the tube sometimes. But every once in a while, my mind comes back to the song that's playing. And all the songs in my library, music library, are songs that I have some connection with, songs that at some point in the past, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago, I was deeply obsessed with some songs I fell in love with. And so whenever my mind wanders back to those songs, the song that is playing, it is usually quite emotional. It is usually something that will trigger, in some cases, nostalgia to take me back to the phase of my life when I first heard that song or when I was obsessed with the song. And on Monday morning, the song was um, the song in Christ Alone. Now, this is a song I've heard so many times, a song that I, I know we've all heard, we played in church a lot of times. But when I listened to it that morning, it seemed to have an effect on me like it had never had in the past. It seemed to draw up a connection with me like it was the first time I was listening to the song. Now, there are many versions of this song. I have two different versions on my phone because I really like it so much. And the song I found out was written orig originally in 2001 by an English writer called Stuart Townend. And then other people wrote the music, but he wrote the lyrics. And... As I listened, the song starts with the writer declaring that only in Christ does he have any hope. And then went on to explain how Christ is his comfort and his all in all. And at difficult times when striving ceases, when life ends, difficult periods in different times of his life, how Christ is all that he really has his hope in. But then he goes on in the second verse to talk about Christ's life while he was here. It starts by, starts by describing how the fullness of God was in the helpless baby. And how as he grew older, he was conned by the ones who, came, who he came to save. He was conned by us, the very people he came to connect with, to help have a relationship with God. He conned him. And then... For me, the part I think is the key part of the song, where he talks about how Jesus died on the cross. And as he died on the cross, the wrath of God was satisfied. Now, that was the original lyric. Some versions say that the love of Christ was magnified as he died on the cross. And it doesn't really matter which of them. For me, it just explains the significance of that sacrifice. And then it talks about the light of the world slain by darkness as he lay in the grave. But thankfully, it doesn't end there. Thankfully, it goes on and it talks about the resurrection and the importance that because of the resurrection, sin's curse has lost its grip on us. Because of the, res the resurrection, but by the precious blood of Christ, we can now finally have a relationship with God. And I, as I listened to it, I actually ended up playing it about four times over 
until I got to work. It felt like I was having my morning devotion, listening to that song, connecting with the lyrics. And I thought, the next time I'm going to do the communion, I want to play this song. And I know it's a song we've all heard, but I really want us to cry. You okay? Yeah, fine. Okay. So I really want us to try as we listen to. I was going, hoping to have lyrics on, but the system doesn't work, so it's going to be playing from a speaker. I hope you'll be able to hear. But I would like us to just close our eyes and listen to this song and try and just process the lyrics and think of what it means to us as we take part in the communion. After we play the song, Oge will come to pray for the communion. So I'm going to start playing the song now.
heads together and pray. Dear Father in heaven, we just come before you this morning with our hearts filled with thanks, Lord, because there's no other expression that we can give for what you've done for us, Lord. We thank you this morning for the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus dying for us, for his precious blood being shed for our sins to be forgiven, God. We thank you, God, that you saw fit to do that even when many of us were, were enemies to you, when many of us were still in our sin and totally unaware of you, God. And many of the world is still in that state, God, and yet you saw fit to make that sacrifice because you loved us so much. Father, we thank you so much that you can be our hope. We thank you that you can be our strength when there are difficulties in life. We thank you, God, that we can stand in your power, in the power of resurrection, God. We thank you, God, that also because of that, we don't have to be guilty, Father. We know that Jesus' blood has been shed for us and our sins have been forgiven once and for all. Father, we thank you that because of that, we don't have to be guilty. We don't have to try and redeem ourselves by our actions, God. We know that redemption is in the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you so much because of your love, God. We know how it is to love one another. Even Jesus said that greater love has no man than one who lays down his life for his friends. Father, we know that we cannot, we cannot outlove you. The way you love us, we cannot outlove you. But you help us to be able to love one another our families, our friends, the people in our lives, strangers that we come across, God. Father, we know that it is because you loved us first that we are able to love them. I really pray, Father, that we can stand firm in our relationship with you. I pray that we can stand firm in where you have placed us, God, how you brought us out of darkness into light, God. I pray that we can stand firm and hold on to that light, God. I pray this morning as we take the communion that we can reflect, each of us, God, on our life, on our journey, on the time when we said yes, and when we said yes, we believe in you, God, and said that you were Lord of our lives. Help us to reflect at that, on that day, God, on those decisions, Father, and help us to, to renew that decision in our hearts, Lord, in everything that we do. We might all be, we are all probably in different phases of life, when we made those decisions, Father, and I pray that we can renew them daily, Lord. I pray, Father, that as we take the bread and the wine, that we will really meditate on, on what it is, Lord, and we pray that our worship and our prayers will be acceptable in your sight. Thank you so much, God, for your love. We pray that we will be worthy of it, God, not just today in your presence, in the emotions, but every other day, God, as we live the life that you've called us to live. Thank you, God, for our children. Thank you for just your seed that's been sown in their hearts right now in the kingdom, God. I pray that you help them to continue to grow in your ways and to grow to love you just like you love them. I pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.